Hello, hello, my magical friends. Welcome to another Witchful Ways podcast episode. This is Annika. I offer you the insight, guidance, tools, and an amazing membership to allow you to live a magical life every single day. So first off, I want to say happy October. We are officially in the season of the witch, although for me, it starts on August 1st, I think. Uh, actually, it's all year round, but when I really start to think about things, it's then, especially when I go through September, but I digress. So we are in the season of the witch. So there's a lot of transitional changes that are happening in the universal energy flow, right? When we're moving from any season, whether you're in the northern or the southern hemisphere, we're moving into a new season. So there's that transitional change, which allows us a lot of insight and a lot of uh, personal guidance from our spirit teams and guides, and also allows us to connect with the transitions that require us to let go of things that are no longer serving us and to move into the new exciting and fun ideas that we have. So this week's podcast, I want to talk about four secrets to more successful spells. And they're pretty simple ideas and in quote unquote secrets, but I think that um, it's some of the basics. And sometimes we like to make things a lot more complicated than it needs to be. So I just wanted to go over them real quick this week. So the first of my secrets to more successful spells is one, stop worrying that it won't work. When we start worrying that it's not going to work, then we put doubt into the magic itself. We put doubt into our personal power. We put doubt into the manifestation and universal flow picks up on that, right? Like when you say, I'm going to manifest this brand new car for myself and you do your spell work and then all of a sudden you go, oh, yeah, we'll see if that works. Like you've already put doubt into it. You've already taken away 50% of the magic. Now that doesn't mean that every spell that you go, oh man, I hope this works is like all of a sudden slashed by 50% productivity. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when we dwell on the doubt of our personal abilities to be able to do something, it dampens the magic. If you go into something knowing 100%, like you know you're going to ace your test, right? If you think back on a test that you've taken any time in your life or any kind of examination or anything, and you know that you're prepared, you know that you have all the knowledge, you know exactly what to expect, you know exactly what the outcome's going to be. You walk into it going, you know what? I'm going to flip and ace this thing. No doubts, no worries. Like you're not nervous about it. You just, it's a, just another thing that you're doing that day. That's where you need to be in your belief in your magic and your magical abilities to manifest. And manifestation has a little bit more than magic to it, right? You don't just simply manifest something out of pure magic. You have to have the mundane actions with it. And that goes along with your spell work because your spell work is working towards a manifestation of some type or another. So that's a whole nother podcast episode though, right? Um, <laughs> so the first one is stop worrying that it won't work. Know that it will work. The second secret to more successful spells is don't stress about the details. Like we get so caught up sometimes and going, is my wording right? Is the ingredients that I'm using right? Um, is 
How is it going to come about? Like, am I going to be able to actually do the mundane actions to support this magical action, right? And realize first on that last one that it's a, it's a, it's a cylinder, it's a circle, right? Like your mundane actions support your magic and your magic supports your mundane actions. So it works together. It's not one as compared to the other. They're intertwined as it should be. And when you're living your magical life daily, you automatically have that magic entwined in your life. You don't even have to think about it, right? So if we stop worrying about the details, because your intention, as we all know, and you've heard this probably a million times, your intention is the most powerful part of your spell. It doesn't matter if you have, you can do your spells without any tools, without any ingredients. As long as you have your intention, and you know what it is that you're working towards and manifesting, it doesn't matter what you say or if maybe there was a word in there that didn't quite feel right as you said it and then you go, oh no, now is it going to work because that didn't feel right and I didn't have all my emotion put in it and all that kind of thing, right? Like we have to let go of worrying about the details. That doesn't mean not being conscious about the spell that you're creating but that means not worrying about every little, you know, I forgot to dot this I and cross this T, right? Like if you used an ingredient and then you find out you're reading someplace later that somebody else's quote unquote traditional correspondence charts, and you all know how I feel about those, but traditional correspondence chart says, oh my gosh, the ingredient that I just used isn't for that purpose. It's for something else. In that moment that you used it in your spell, the intention of using that particular product or ingredient was filled with the magic and the energy of your intention at that moment. So that means it was working for your intention. And that means that maybe that's something that you should be working with for that intention because you were drawn to use it that way, right? So number two was don't sweat the little small details. It's all about your intention and the overall action. Okay, number three, and I like this one, is give yourself time to turn on your witch mode, right? Like, I profess and teach to live a magical life daily. So that means intertwining your magic into your mundane actions, right? When I'm cleaning my house, I am cleaning it in a way that brings magical vibrations and cleansing vibrations into cleansing energies into my daily cleaning. So if I'm cleaning my windows, I'm spraying my window cleaner in a pentacle before I wipe my window down just putting protection on my home, right? So those kind of things. When you're drinking your morning brew, stir it and put your intention into it. Those kind of things, right? We just intertwine them. But there is, which allows us then to stay on a certain level that we don't have to step into being a witch, right? Turning on your quote unquote witch mode. Because you're already in that mind thought. You're already in that power source. You're already in that energetic flow where you know at any moment you can do anything that you'd like. But there are certain spells or certain times where we want to be a little bit more in our quote unquote witch mode, right? That we want to take the time to do a full ritual. 
that we want to take the time to prepare our space for the spell work that we're about to do, that we want to take the time for self-care for ourselves and maybe cast a circle in it, right? So there's all these different things that are going to take more time, more intention that you want to just do a little more energetically witchy vibed. When those times come, give yourself the time to get into that witch mode. Because it changes our mindset on a subconscious level, right? Like we move from mundane action to magical action. And we need time for that transition. Just like you need time to transition from your work personality into your home personality. On the way, on the drive home from work, when you're blasting your radio. And, you know, like most people or a lot of people don't realize that's kind of switching your energetic persona. You're going from work to home or you're going from home for some people to church or, for you know, whatever it is, you're moving your personality, your energy of your personality, for lack of better terms. So make sure that you get into your witch mode. And an easy way to do that is to have a certain ritual set that puts you into witch mode. So that means any ritual is just a consistent set of actions, right? So think of things that you can do every single time that you want to turn on your witch mode, right? Like witch mode activate. (laughs) So whether that is maybe doing a sage spray or cleansing or using a specific roller, um, oil, essential oil roller blend that you've designed to put yourself into that energy, whether it's lighting a specific incense um, and then spraying the room down, whether whatever it is, right? There's a ritual to it. So that when that ritual begins, kind of like a Pavlov, right? The dog training kind of thing. When that ritual begins, your energy and your mindset and your subconscious automatically switches into witch mode. So by the time you're done with that ritual, you're then already ready to go. There's no conscious effort to it other than doing your mundane action, which is your ritual of maybe, you know, like I said, lighting an incense, specific incense, or getting um, your foot soak, right? Like some people step into a foot soak before, like whatever it would be. Okay, so that's number three. Number four, and my most favorite, is get theatrical about it. Like don't hold your energy small. A lot of witches, I find, do this. And If you guys ever saw me actually doing my personal um, rituals and rites and spell casting, you would, I I don't even know what you'd think, (laughs) because I get very theatrical about it. I am up. I don't sit in one spot. I don't just stand, you know, in front of my candle and light it and wait for it to go and burn. That's not how I do it. I dance around, um, and I'm not talking about put on music and dance to, you know, my favorite 80s hair bands, but there's movement because for me, movement is energy in motion, right? I mean, obviously that's science, it's energy in motion, movement, but 
it brings the magical energies to a whole new level. It brings up within me a raising of those energies by movement. And I'm talking about that slow kind of, um, I can't even explain it to you, um, where your arms are moving like that, he, he, sending vibes out, right? Like practical magic when they're doing the uh, margaritas, right? That's what I'm talking about. So get theatrical about it. Bring your big movements in when you are, you know, raising your hands up. Don't keep them by your side. Raise them up over your head. Get very theatrical because, again, that raises energy, that raises your vibration, that raises your emotion, that allows your energy to expand from within you to without you, right? It goes to a whole nother level. And when we get theatrical about it and then we release that's one of the most powerful things that you can do. So get theatrical about it. Love it. Like cackle and make your own movements and uh, be big, right? Step into it, especially if you're there by yourself doing it. Nobody else is going to see you anyways. So you want to make sure you have big action. So universe recognizes it. Okay. So those are my four secrets to more successful spell casting. And I, I hope that you go into my Living a Magical Life Facebook group and share with me how those things work for you um, or if they change anything for you. I know that if you're not doing those things, that when you begin to do them, you're going to get a whole different feel to your magical rituals and spell work. And again, we're moving into Season of the Witch. So I wish you all the best. I hope you enjoy the season. I hope that you enjoy the uh, thinning of the veil, as it's called, right, as we get more interaction. Uh, I just put up the month of October um, spiritual uh, guidance offering, reading that I offer on the website, witchfulways.com, and I know those are filling up fast because... There's so much and so much energy and so much excitement around this time of the year. So thank you for joining me for another week. I hope you have a wonderfully magical rest of your day.